Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... One moment, please. Sorry to keep you waiting, Mr. Gilmore. Now, the reason you haven't received your order is because it hasn't arrived. The reason it hasn't arrived is because there's a dock worker strike, and it's still sitting in the ship's hold. Well, uh, yes, I'm trying to explain that, Mr. Gilmore, but, uh... Hello? Are you still on the line? How do you like your first week on the job, Wanda? Why, he hung up on me. That's the third time in an hour. I guess I'm not used to people being so unfriendly. Quite a switch from, um... What's that town you're from? Pulaski Pond. Yeah, Pulaski Pond. Iowa, right? Arkansas. Whatever. I still say you shouldn't work so hard. But, uh... Well, I want to work hard. I don't want to be in shipping forever. Hey, Wanda, the way you look, you won't have any trouble getting ahead. What do you mean? Come on. 
You know your face is your fortune. <laughs> You've got to be kidding. No. Well, what's so great about my face? I'm not even pretty. Who's talking pretty? You've got something different going for you. I don't understand. Yeah, something completely different. And I'll tell you this, you won't be in the shipping section for very long. Take my word for it. Excuse me. Yes, what is it? I'm busy. I was wondering if you could tell me where to find Mr. Sanders' office. I don't know my way around yet, and... Why do you want to see him? He's the vice president of this company, isn't he? Yes, I am. You're Hartley Sanders? Is that package for me? Yes, sir. It was sent downstairs by mistake. Oh, thank you, Miss... uh, Miss... Beasley, sir. Wanda Beasley, shipping and receiving. You, uh... You must be new here. Two weeks, Mr. Sanders. Yes. Well, keep up the good work. Thank you. Uh, uh, Just a minute. Yes, sir? I... I like you, Miss Beasley. But you don't even know me. I I, I like your face. My face? <laughs> There's something about it. There is? It's friendly, open. Yes, it's, a, it's the kind of face I'd like our clients to be greeted by when they walk in here. <laughs> How would you like to work for me? I already do. No, not in the basement. I mean here, upstairs. As my, uh, my receptionist. In this beautiful office... Oh, but I can't type or do shorthand. All you have to do is answer the phone and smile, Miss Beasley. Smile? Are you interested in the receptionist's job? Very much, sir. I'm extremely interested. May I help you? Uh, yeah. Is uh, is Sandy in his office? Mr. Sanders is tied up in a meeting. Do you have an appointment? No, I was just in the neighborhood. I thought I'd drop... Hey... What's your name? Wanda Beasley. Well, Wanda Beasley, it it would appear that I have some time on my hands. Do you suppose you could find it in your heart to help me? Help you? Yeah. Let me take you to lunch. You want to take me to lunch? You seem surprised. It's just that I've never been... I mean, no one's ever asked me to. You really want to take me to lunch? Why? Because it's lunchtime. I don't even know your name. It's Harper. Eugene Harper. Look, Mr. Harper. Uh, Eugene. Very well. Eugene. Where I come from, a man doesn't go up to a total stranger and ask her out to lunch. Oh, why on earth not? Because. Because I still can't believe why you want to take me out to lunch. All right, Wanda. If my first reason wasn't enough for you, I'll give you a second. It's because I like your eyes. I... I'll get my coat. Then after graduation, I spent two years working at the Pulaski Dry Cleaners. But why am I telling you all this? Maybe it's the wine. I don't know what's gotten into me. I've never had wine or anything alcoholic during working hours. I'm sure I must be boring you. No, no, not at all, Wanda. It's refreshing to meet a a young woman who obviously has life before her waiting to be experienced. What a lovely thing to say. 
I get the feeling you're still a bit uncomfortable. Uncomfortable? Do I make you nervous? No. Wanda. Maybe it's the wine giving me the courage to say this, but nobody as good-looking as you has ever given me the time of day. You think I'm (laughs) good-looking? Don't take my word for it. Half the women in this place have been staring in your direction ever since we arrived. There's that lady in the corner table. The lady with the red hair. What? What what lady? Where? The booth. Over there, in the corner. I don't see anybody. She must have just left. Anyhow, she couldn't take her eyes off you. I thought for a minute she knew you or something. Oh, I doubt it. (laughs) In any case, I'm sure the reason people are staring, if indeed they really are, is because we make such an attractive couple. We do? Oh, Look at the time. I'd better be getting you back to the office. Yes. I hadn't realized how the time had flown. As long as we're on the subject, uh, what time do you want me to pick you up on uh, Saturday? Saturday? Drive down the coast might be nice. You really want to see me again, Eugene? Now, listen, Wanda. I only do what I want to do. Is 10 o'clock in the morning too early? to admit, California has beautiful weather. It's wonderful. Look at the water, how it sparkles. (laughs) If I I didn't know better, I'd swear you'd never seen the ocean before. But, Eugene, I never have seen the ocean before. Are you for real? There's no ocean where I come from. How much longer till we get to San Diego? Oh, 20 minutes or so. I can't tell you how thoughtful it is of you to want to show me the sight. Hey, just wait till you see the surprise I have in store for you. A surprise? What is it? No, it isn't a what. It's a where. And if I told you that, it wouldn't be much of a surprise, now would it? You still won't tell me where we're going? Haven't you figured it out yet? Up ahead, what is that? It looks like some kind of toll plaza. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the border. The border of what? <laughs> How many do you know? That's Mexico. The border of Mexico? Let me guess. You've never been to Mexico either? No, never. For Pete's sake, Wanda, where have you been? I already told you. Pulaski Pond. <laughs> not very glamorous, is it? This is a foreign country. I'm standing inside a foreign country. <laughs> yeah, you really get a kick out of it, don't you? A month ago, I'd never been anywhere. Now look at me. First California, now Mexico. Yeah. Well, many of it. Hey, listen, why don't, why don't we turn off the main street? Eh? It's awfully crowded and noisy. Exciting. But, well, hey, why don't we try this street? It's, uh, it's nowhere near as crowded. Charming way to arrange shops. Partially enclosed. Is this in any way like the bazaars of the East? I've read a little about... Uh, Wanda, come on, down this way. I guess it doesn't matter. Persia or Mexico, a marketplace is a marketplace. Here's the place. What an interesting little store. 
Oh, look at all those lovely embroidered things. Senorita, senor, you would like a blouse such as that? It's very beautiful, but very expensive, I'm sure. Oh, no. I can give you a good price. What are those toys hanging up there? Oh, so... You like the piñata, senorita? I've always liked piñatas myself. Are they for decoration? They are for celebration. Well, Wanda, actually they're animals fashioned from paper mache filled with candies, uh, little toys. How do you open it? Smash it with a stick, senorita. With a stick? If, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, uh, this shop specializes in piñatas. Oh, see, si, senor. I was hoping to purchase one, but, uh, gee, I don't see any in the right color. What color did you have in mind, senor? Oh, uh, yellow. Hmm. Well, if the senor would be so kind as to wait, I will see if perhaps I can find the color he wish in the bag. Thank you. What a nice lady. Yeah, yeah, she's, uh, she's very accommodating. Well, Wanda, you see anything you like? Lots of things, but I really can't afford any. Oh, no, this is a date. Surely you don't expect to pay for anything on a date. I've seen the way you've been admiring that uh, that lace blouse. Uh, let me buy it for you. Oh, no, Eugene. It wouldn't be right. Hey, it wouldn't be right for you not to get it when I know you would look really lovely in it. You really think I'd look lovely? Oh, no question about it. Ah, ah, I see you, uh, I see you had a yellow one in stock after all, eh? It is very fortunate, senor, very fortunate indeed. The very last one. Well, I must say it is a pleasure doing business with you. Oh, but no, senor, the pleasure is mine. It's been such a lovely day. I think it has been the loveliest day of my life. All these souvenirs and this beautiful blouse. You didn't have to buy me so many. Oh, no, no. It was nothing, Wanda. Could, could you do me a favor? Of course. Wanda, do you, do you think you might possibly carry all that junk through customs by yourself? I, I don't know. I, I suddenly, I, I, don't, I don't feel very well. I, what is it? What's wrong? No, I'll be okay in, in a couple of minutes. Uh, you, you go ahead, okay? I don't understand. Why can't I just wait as until As a you... favor, would you just do as I ask? Sure, of course. Whatever you say, Eugene. Are you a citizen of the United States? I certainly am. I've just moved to Los Angeles from Arkansas. Anything to declare? Uh, I suppose I do. This thing called a, a piñata. Yeah. Of course, there's lovely blouse. Don't you think the embroidery is exquisite? Anything else? This leather keychain. This doll... And, uh, this carved hair comb. Thank you. Go ahead. Wanda, you were just terrific. I was? You did it. Did what? I gotta admit, for a second I was worried, but you just sailed right through. What? What are you talking about? Eugene, why do you look so relieved? And... Before I passed through customs, why did you seem so nervous? I wasn't nervous. Almost uneasy. Now, Wanda... No. Wait. I want to know. Tell me, Eugene. What is it 
I'm supposed to have done. Please, tell me. She asked him a question. But it would seem that the answer is not exactly trembling eagerly on his lips. And just a word to those of you who are convinced that the situation is obvious and plain as the day. If things were as simple as they appeared, there would be no genuine necessity for a second act, which waits with further explanations when I return. journey, according to the French philosopher, begins with a single step. Monsieur Voltaire, of course, had no idea how aptly his view would sum up the situation of Wanda Beasley. In this particular case, her first step was taken when she approached the front of the line at the customs desk at the United States border. As far as she knew, the only items she had to declare were the usual collection of bright souvenirs that an average tourist might select a lovely way to end the trip. However, in this case, it would seem that the journey is just beginning. Why do you look so relieved, Eugene? And why were you so nervous when I went through the border check? You're imagining things, Wanda. What were you so worried about? I wasn't worried. No? I... I just wasn't feeling very well. You look fine now. Look, I really don't want to stand around in this crowd and debate my health. Could we just talk about it in the car? Could it have been something you asked me to carry for you? Calm down, will you? This toy? This paper mache piñata? Why were you so insistent about getting this particular one, Eugene? What's inside, Eugene? Candy. I don't believe you. What's inside this piñata? I told you. Eugene, in the name of heaven, it's not drugs. Please say it isn't drugs. It isn't drugs. Then what? Look, let's go back to the car and we'll talk about it. So now we're back in the car. Will you please tell me? First, lock the door. Okay, now, in the glove compartment, you'll find a hammer. Do you get it? Yes. Okay. Now, I want you to take the hammer and smash open the piñata. No. I want you to do it, Wanda. I'll have nothing more to do with this. I said smash it open. Don't ask me to do anything else. Do it. Oh, it's... Candy. Candy, after all. Well, unwrap one. What is this? (laughs) Don't you recognize a diamond when you see one? A diamond? Yeah, an uncut diamond. There ought to be a few dozen mixed in with real candy. A few dozen? (laughs) Ah, the look on your face. I'm a smuggler. I'm a diamond smuggler. Come on, don't get so uptight. How could you? It's against the law. It's a crime. Look, Wanda, I I owe certain people some money. There are people who aren't very understanding about not being paid. You still had no right They to... would have no qualms about hurting a person. These people would 
hurt you? Yeah, well, perhaps it's better that you don't know. I've involved you enough as it is. Why, Eugene? Why did you involve me? Your face. My face? It's unbelievable. I've never seen a face so... So what? So honest. I knew you could just breeze through customs. So you used me. I should have known. Why else would a man as attractive as you ask somebody like me? At first, at first, all right. You could say I used you, but now... Oh, please. Don't say any more. Now, listen to me. But you don't have to worry. I'll keep my mouth shut. That's what they say in the movies, isn't it? Wanda, I'm trying to tell you something. After after getting to know you, I, I... Well, you're different from other women I met. Different? Yeah, I, I need a woman who's, who's going to be a good influence on me. That, that woman is you. You, Wanda. Me? Yeah, I, I suppose I, I must have known it the, the moment I walked into the office. You did? Yeah, the way you were talking on the phone, the, the smile in your voice. Oh, oh. Wanda. Wanda, I I admit my weakness. It's it's gambling. I I just can't help myself sometimes. But perhaps with the, with the right woman standing behind me, I I, I could change. Uh, is it possible you are that woman to guide me to get me back on the right path? the copies of the contract you requested, Mr. Sanders. Oh, uh, thank you, Miss Beasley. And the invoice from that missing shipment out of Taiwan. Excellent. Uh, Miss Beasley, have I told you what a fine job you've been doing these past months? <laughs> Must be the typing class I've been taking nights at the college. I admire your attitude. The desire for self-improvement is most commendable. Nice of you to say so, Mr. Sanders. As a, just one thing... Yes, sir. I am not trying to pry, but I understand that you've been seeing Eugene Harper quite frequently. That's right. Well, I I just feel I ought to to warn you that uh, Eugene is... Well, he he has a reputation. A reputation for what? Well, let's just say that sometimes he gets in over his head. A man can always change, Mr. Sanders. Is that what you uh, honestly believe? All he needs is a good influence. I thought you said this was the last time. It is, Wanda. Last time it was another one of those piñatas. The time before that, the diamonds were inside the bottle of aftershave lotion. And now... Just go on through. What if I get caught? You won't get caught. Agent recognizes me. He sees thousands of people a day. How's he going to remember you? Just go ahead, please. All right. Are you a citizen of the United States? Yes. You purchase anything in Mexico? Just this doll. The doll. All right. Next. 
Wanda, I promise this is absolutely the last time. I've heard that before. This time I mean it. Really? Look, now, now just just walk up to the counter and, and show that agent your honest face. I, uh, I've been busy. That's why I was so happy when you called to ask me to meet you for dinner. Yeah, well, we have to talk, Wanda. It's about Mexico. You want me to go through customs again. Come on, I haven't done that for a month. I meant it when I told you we, we wouldn't do it anymore. Then you paid off your debt. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's wonderful. It's what I hope for. You can start a life with a clean slate, a right. clean conscience. Right, absolutely. That's uh, that's why we won't be able to... We won't... What? We won't be able to get together that often. Oh. Things have been getting pretty hectic and... Uh... You don't need me anymore. Wanda, honey, that isn't true. Then when will I see you again? Sweetheart, I'll call you. Just a minute. Wanda, what, what are you doing here? I I waited for you to call me, Eugene. Wanda, I... I waited one week. I waited another week. I, I thought maybe something happened to you. No, no. I'm sorry. If I woke you up, I... Look at the door, honey. <gasps> I, I, I can explain this, Wanda. What's to explain? A woman's voice coming from... Another room. Eugene, I asked you who was at the door. It's nobody. That's right. It's nobody. I didn't mean that, Wanda. It's all right, Eugene. Somehow, I forgive you. Oh, what do you want? Your name is Sherry Sterling? What if it is? I just... Wanted to make sure you... you're one of those cosmetic ladies, I don't buy. But I'm not selling. All right. All right. Is that your sample case? Well, you, you can come in for a minute, but that is it. But, uh... Thank you. This apartment, it's beautiful. Yeah. It is nice, isn't it? The furniture, the balcony... It must be very expensive. I wouldn't know. I don't pay for it, if you know what I mean. Oh. So, what kind of makeup do you sell? With my color hair, I need just the right shade of... Your hair? I don't remember when I've seen such an unusual color of red. It's natural, if that's what you're thinking. No. That's not true. If you're going to insult me, you... I... Do remember where I've seen that color red? The restaurant, long ago. What are you talking about? That first date. That very first date. You were in the restaurant. You were that woman with the red hair sitting at the table in the back. Oh, wait a minute. You've been his girlfriend all along, haven't you? Do I know you or something? My name is Wanda. Wanda? Does it ring a bell? Wanda, I'll give you a hint. We share a mutual friend, Eugene Harper. Eugene? 
Oh, uh, hey, yeah, yeah, I, I thought you looked familiar. Uh, yeah, the restaurant, I remember now. So what do you want? Admit it. You have been his girlfriend all along, haven't you? We see each other. And this fancy apartment, the expensive clothes you're wearing, he pays for it all, doesn't he? What if he does? Only he can't afford it on his salesman's salary. So he has to resort to illegal activities. It's none of your business. It is my business. I love you, Jean. You? <laughs> What's so funny? How could anybody love you, Jean? I mean, hey, he's all right for some laughs every now and then. But love? I could be a good influence on him while you... Oh, yeah. I can see it in your face. What do you see? You got a face like a loyal little puppy dog. You'll ruin Eugene. I don't have to listen to this. That's why I have to do something. Get out of here. That's why I have to stop you. Or do I have to throw you out? And I only know of one way to stop you. What? What? what what's that? What does it look like? Well, that, that's a gun. Yes, it is a gun, isn't it? What are you going to do? I thought that was obvious. I'm going to kill you. I don't believe it. I'm quite serious. Over a guy? You'd kill me over a guy? Not a guy. Eugene. But he's not worth killing anybody for. He's nothing. If you'd said anything good, that you loved him, that you cared about him in any way, I would have turned around and walked out of the door. But what you've just said, it proves to me that you're just using him for what you can squeeze out of him. Look, uh, we can talk this over. No. You'll never get away with this. I'm not sure if I can. No. No, wait. We began our tale with diamond smuggling, and suddenly we've arrived at murder. A deed dispatched by none other than hard-working, good-natured Wanda Beasley. This would only go to prove that even the mildest sheep in the flock can go astray. And while this particular little lamb claims she doesn't care whether or not she is apprehended, we'll see if she takes the woman's prerogative and changes her mind in Act Three. By this time, the police have already been summoned to the scene of the crime and discovered the body of Sherry Sterling. Obviously, it should only be a matter of time before someone is apprehended for administering the fatal gunshot. The question is, who? Never fear, however, for according to the great Mr. Webster, other sins only speak. Murder shrieks out. Of course, how loudly it will shriek and in exactly which direction... We are just about ready to discover. Open up. It's the police. Hey, hey, come on, you guys. It's three o'clock in the morning. Eugene Harper? Yeah, what do you want? You're under arrest. Arrest? You must be crazy. What's the charge? Suspicion of murder. Murder? What murder? Are you, that is, were you acquainted with a Miss Sherry Sterling? Sherry? Dead? How? <laughs> that look is shock. It's almost believable. No, wait, wait, wait. Let, let, let me get this straight. 
Sherry is dead, and you think I killed her? Give it up, Harper. We found the gun. You mean she was shot? You ought to know it was your gun. That's impossible. You guys are out of your minds. Let's go. This is insane. We'll talk about it downtown. I'm not going anywhere. This is this is some kind of frame-up. Make it easy on us and come along quietly, Harper. <laughs> For the last time, I didn't do it. The gun is registered in your name. I already explained that. It was stolen about a month ago. It's a convenient coincidence. I'm telling the truth. Why won't you believe me? Look, things probably won't go too bad. They might lighten the charge to second-degree murder. A good lawyer could get you out with a minimum. I didn't do it. I couldn't have. I was nowhere near her apartment the time you say. That's why we keep going in circles. You won't tell us where you were. I was... I was halfway across town. Doing what? Where? I... I can't tell you. Let me tell you what we have here so far. Sherry Sterling was your on-again, off-again girlfriend for the past two years. The murder weapon was registered to you... And to add to your troubles, you were unable to account for your whereabouts at the approximate time of the murder. Ah, for it's almost 10 a.m. How about giving us all a break and confessing? Because I already told you, I have nothing to confess. Harper, do you have a visitor? Wanda. Eugene? You came. I I can't believe it. Why not? Well, after everything I did, everything I, I said, and, and now on top I'm of everything. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. What do you have to be sorry about? It's, it's my fault I'm in here. That's not true. I appreciate your loyalty, Wanda. Heaven knows I don't deserve it after the way I've, I've treated you. You're wrong. You have no idea how wrong. I didn't kill her, Wanda. I know. I swear I didn't kill her. Of course you didn't. Wait a minute. Are you you saying you believe me? That's why I'm here, Eugene. No no matter how bad it all looks, you, you actually believe me? At first I was numb. I didn't know what to do, even if I wanted to do anything. But I've come to do the right thing, Eugene. You couldn't possibly have killed that woman because... Because I was with you. No, that's not it at all. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. That's just exactly what I was hoping you'd say. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to clear your name. Okay, now here's what the story will be. We had dinner at your place. We took a little drive uh, out to the beach. We, we came back and, and, and we watched some TV. I, I, I didn't get home till one, maybe two in the morning. But the truth is... Yeah, I'll tell you what the truth is, honey. I was losing $5,000 in a poker game over at the marina. Wait a minute. Are you saying that you really do have an alibi? Uh, you think any of those fine, upstanding citizens are going to implicate themselves in an illegal gambling operation? Surely. Wanda, the trouble with you is that you actually believe the best in people. You want to know who saw me there last night? A county judge, two state senators, and the managing vice president of an investment firm. Yeah, it isn't very likely they'd want to destroy their careers, but more to the point, they'd show their appreciation in a decidedly negative way. Not to mention the uh, 
Well, let's call it the cartel that runs the game. I'd be dead the minute I walked out of here. Are they the same people who you... Never mind. Never mind that now. What I need is an alibi that isn't going to kill me. (laughs) A real joke, isn't it? The truth is deadlier than a lie. The truth, Eugene, is going to save you. Yeah. Yeah, you just keep that expression on your face when you talk to Ross. You look real sincere. But I'm not. And Wanda, if you can get me out of this mess, I'll be grateful forever. You will? I promise. I'll try to make it up to you. I've really learned from this experience. You have? Yeah, I'll turn over a new leaf. I'll, I'll, I'll change. You will help me, and, and we'll do it together. Don't worry. I know exactly what I'll tell them. Oh, please, uh, sit down, Miss Beasley. Thank you, Sergeant. Mr. Harper, he's been held here for a crime he didn't commit. Is that a fact? He's an innocent man. Oh. He couldn't have killed Sherry Sterling because he was with me the entire evening. Uh, with you? Yes. I cooked dinner at my apartment and then we took a drive up the coast highway and then we watched television and then... Well, if this is true, why didn't he tell us before? Because... Yes? Because he was protecting me. Protecting you? Why are you doing this? I don't understand. Do you know the penalty for perjury? Perjury? If you took an oath in a court of law and tried to convince a jury that Eugene Harper is Sir Lancelot, (laughs) they'd laugh you out of here. But it's true. No, no. I'll tell you what the truth is. Now, you're a nice idealistic young girl who's in over her head. You come to the city and you meet a guy who's polished and charming. He takes you out a few times to a couple of fancy restaurants and some places you've never seen before. During this entire time, he's still seeing his old girlfriend. But by this time, it's too late. You take what crumbs you can get because you've convinced yourself that you're in love with him. And now, Miss Beasley, due to some misguided notion of romantic loyalty, you're willing to lie to save him. I'm not lying. Miss Beasley, I've been a cop for 15 years. I can look a person right in the eye and tell whether or not they're being truthful. Without a doubt, you are probably one of the worst liars I've ever met. Sergeant, I'm telling you... And the reason you're such a terrible liar is that you don't get very much practice. I am not a liar. The guy's got a record a mile long. Petty theft, mail fraud, insurance scam. But he isn't a murderer. Can you name a more likely suspect? Yes, I could. Who? Why, me, of course. You? (laughs) Oh, that's good. That's very good. Listen to me, Sergeant. It's the truth. I killed her. Oh, now, of all the... She was no good for him, don't you see? I certainly do. So I went over to her apartment, and we got into an argument. That's when it happened. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, what about the gun? The gun? Well, that's simple. I borrowed it from the glove compartment of Eugene's car about a month ago. I forgot to tell him. Why? 
I thought I might need it. Oh, now, you don't expect me to believe any of this, do you? Didn't you just say that you could tell when a person was lying and when they were telling the truth? No, if it were just your voice, Miss Beasley, maybe you'd be halfway convincing. But there's something more, something that proves to me that you aren't capable of an act of violence. What are you talking about? <laughs> your face. My Face? I have never seen such open, unconscious, downright uh, innocence in a face before. But I'm not. You wouldn't I'm... hurt a fly. I killed her. I killed Sherry Sterling. Now, I don't doubt that you wanted to kill her when you found out about the two of them. We all kill in our minds one time or another. It wasn't just in my mind. You don't have any real evidence, do you? I... Uh, no. You see, wishing a person dead and then finding that it has become a reality, that can make anyone feel guilty. That's not it at all. It's natural to feel even partly to blame. But you'll get over it in time. No, I won't. Hopefully you'll even get over Eugene Harper in due time. Never. Frankly, you deserve better. <laughs> You're a nice girl. How can you say all these things to me? You barely know me. You're innocent, Miss Beasley. It's written all over your face. Good morning, Mr. Sanders' office. Certainly. I'll give him the message. And you have a nice day, too. Goodbye. Well, how are you this morning? Just fine. Mr. Sanders, I have a message for uh, you. Never mind that right now. There's uh, something that I've been wanting to... Well, what I mean is... Yes, Mr. Sanders? I'd like to say how much I admire you for the way you... You, you tried to stand up for Eugene Harper during that awful trial. It didn't go as badly as I thought it would. But the way you were willing to sacrifice yourself... With the reduced charges, he could be out of prison in eight or nine years. It might be a learning experience for him. You know, I've... I've never been so moved. Maybe all things do happen for the best. I don't think I'll ever forget the way you looked. I beg your pardon? Your... your face. My face? It was... just beautiful. Oh, it was? Uh, Miss Beasley, I, I was wondering if perhaps you'd care to join me for lunch? That would be very nice. Oh, good. And, uh, one more thing, Miss Beasley... May I call you Wanda? To those of you without a romantic bone in your bodies, let me assure you that Miss Beasley and Mr. Sanders are most definitely on a first-name basis by now. And if you're wondering where justice enters the picture, a simple reminder that justice is, after all, blind. Not all the time, of course, but just often enough to keep those scales forever most precariously balanced.
This story was about the magic of a face. A chance, arbitrary kind of magic which bestows a valuable legacy to every person. There are the quieter but equally priceless treasures of character, innocence, kindness, honesty, and countless other virtues which can make their imprints on a face. We each see what we wish to see. And conversely lies the true secret of human interaction. For we all are different things to different people. It's simply a matter of your point of view. Our cast included Roberta Maxwell, Paul Hecht, Ian Martin, and E.V. Jester. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown.